to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Jordan. Hello. We're talking about someone who's real underground. Really underground? And edgy. And edgy. Okay. And dark. Okay. It's Pluto, as in Hades. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and you may be thinking, wait, is that is it that is it that dog? No. Or is it that god that that is Hercules' uncle? Yes, it is. So wait, is it is it the Pluto? Uh, oh wait, if it's Pluto, then it's of the Roman pathology. Par- uh, Parthon. Par- you know what I mean. Which is the first thing I have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> they mention Hades. Yeah. Numerous times. <laughs> the first thing. Well, I mean, when you've got, well, Hercules, which is also his Roman name and not Heracles. I mean, you know, and he's talking about how he's he's fighting against Ares and they have that whole thing. And Zeus. And Zeus. And it- I did like how... Uh, the- like, I did get a, quite a few of those comics where Amadeus Cho was, was like, pouting around with him trying to find Hulk. And oh, yeah. The Incredible Hercules is, is a really yeah, it was a Yeah, gr- it was a fun series. And uh, I meant to pick up, like, the latest one where he's, like, with Gilgamesh in, like, an apartment. Oh, dude. He... The the artist, the art... And, like, you'll mention, know, notice that I say this a lot, but the artist really knows how to draw, like, a really handsome man. <laughs> but I've heard good things about the series, so I wanted to pick it up. It's a really good. It's a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good series. If you just want to see like a super like kind of chill like Hercules, that's the series you want to see. If you want to see Hercules in a man bun, <laughs> that's also something. But I I did like how in those issues with with Ch- uh, Cho, which not only uh, had my favorite character and it was Delph Delphine the Gorgon, but uh, that's another story. Uh, but he talked about why he goes by Hercules instead of Heracles, and it's not just because that's you know what norm- normally is easier. Like they gave a a in in universe reason, and he talks about how the reason he had to do the twelve labors and all that is because well he got like uh, drunk or poisoned or something like that and went on a rampage and killed his family and a whole bunch of people. And he's kind of ashamed of that. And that's kind of also why he go- doesn't like to go by Heracles, because he doesn't want to remember that mythological past of him being a like a ugly, brutish uh, jerk. Yeah, like, yeah, Hercules is one of those characters who, like, because for I don't know why, but for some reason, whenever you do like the weird Marvel bastardized version of Norse mythology, it turns me off. But with the Greek mythology, I don't care at all. Yeah, I don't, I know, don't, I don't know. I why. don't know what it was like. Because uh, that whole thing went into like you got to actually see more about the whole like gods things and how Ragnarok wasn't the only thing that, that messed up like god pantheons. Because apparently, like there was like something that happened to the Olymp- the Olympi- Olympians, and it it was weird. If you're re- if you're reading um, Avengers, yeah, um, which is being written by Jason Aaron, uh-huh. uh, like hooray! I get, first off, it's 
uh he's going like for full Kirby mode and I've seen almost all the internals who I hate <laughs> on the page. <laughs> Luckily all of them are being killed, but still <laughs> like could like it's dealing with the celestials and the internals and like this uh like this rogue internal I mean rogue celestial who's like the final whatever it's it's really interesting it's just i'm just like oh cool i get to see i get to see makari die that's something (laughs) (laughs) but yeah the greeks are also it's weird okay whatever has the interloper come back mm, i didn't see him oh because maybe he would be with his pal manslaughter and we could see what what's happened to him i hope he would I want Mance like if if I can like if I could just do one thing in my life, it would to be bring like manslaughter into like a major comic and keep him around as a character. Like I need I need like I need Jason Aaron to be like, you know who's really cool? Manslaughter. Uh who was it that really liked writing for Deadeye? Or uh, the the, the you, you know who I mean right like the guy uh, the, whose whose entire eye is just a, or was no, it the, the orb? orb no Jason yeah, Aaron orb. no that's why no that's why I said Jason Aaron because like he he has a real love for weird like Bronze <laughs> Age characters and I feel like he could bring manslaughter do manslaughter some justice although he did technically sacrifice himself to defeat the Moon Dragon but uh, he can bring him back. Well, they brought Moondragon back. Yeah, and she's... Oh, if you want to see something real interesting with Moondragon and uh, her girlfriend... Oh, it was... Ish, she's one of the Marvel characters, like, Marvel family line characters. Yeah, but if you want to see that, then you should uh, look into the current um, Infinity Wars. Infinity oh. War. Wars, I should say. Um, which so is being written by Jerry Duggan. So they explained what happened to the Moon Dragon's girlfriend after the Guardians stopped. Um, they're just kind of hanging out, <laughs> hanging out in another dimension, probably like making out a lot. I don't know. Because <laughs> I mean, I like the end of the Avnet's run and stuff like that. Uh, a bunch of characters got thrown into the Cancerverse, and I think they finally just got uh, back to what happened to Richard Ryder, and he's he's back, right? Richard, yeah, Richard Ryder's fully back. Yeah, that that Nova, because he was with them when they did that, and they kind of gloss over that. Hey, uh, Quill and and um, I think it was Drax that also went in into the Cancerverse with him. But basically, no, it, was, it was Richard Ryder and uh, Quill with Thanos. And that was okay. it. Okay, but they kind of glossed over how Quill came back, uh, at least at the time last time I uh, looked, and then. And so they kind of just continue on with the Guardians being more of the uh, the cinematic ver- version, which good for them. I mean, it's it's a fun one sometimes. Uh, but they still left out what happened to Jack Flag, and I really kind of want to know what happened to him. As a person who kind of like Jack Flag, I'm just gonna say, who cares? Yeah, no, and I don't I don't want him to have like an entire series and I don't want him like, you know, to be back as part of the team. I just would love a throwaway gag to just tell us what happened, you know? Like yeah. I I I like I I said my favorite thing that they could do, that they could just absolutely do that would make no sense but would there is just 
as a random cutaway, just have a single panel of him floating on some random space rock and him saying, I hate cosmic stuff. And that's the only thing we ever see of him again. Yeah, I mean, we do. I mean, how else are we going to get our spacefaring British man back? Um, but uh, so a quick thing, we're like, we're all over the place. Um, but one thing I want to bring up, because the last step, well, well, the last episode are recorded, but it's slightly out of order. So this is this is some timey wimey stuff, almost like the book I'm about to mention. Um, but uh, I I just got done reading the second issue of Cosmic Ghost Rider, and it's one of the best books I read in the last bit. I've had it a little bit spoiled for me. I don't think I want to keep keep it under wraps like who the cosmic ghostwriter is because it's from what i remember when they actually like show it it is actually really awesome so but i forget if they do that in the first issue or not they do it in the first issue okay well like they they are unabashedly just like this is a comic book thing it's the most comic book thing you're going to enjoy because it's so comic booky but um but this is like literally the first two pages so it's not necessarily I don't think it'd be a spoiler too much, but it's basically a uh basically what happens is uh Frank uh Frank Castle. Uh he finally gets killed, like when he's older, by one of the mob people. He goes to hell. He gets the Ghost Rider power. Cause if there's any soul that also embodies vengeance. Yes. And then um and then in his uh, time as Ghost Rider, he becomes a Herald of Galactus. And then years later, <laughs> he becomes Th- uh, Thanos' right-hand man. And then <laughs> um, he gets killed by Thanos and gets sent to... Uh, he, you know, he gets killed by Thor and then gets, gets sent to Valhalla because he's... Because, like, Odin was just like, you shouldn't have died by Thor because you're technically a good person was in a bad situation so Valhalla um and um he got in trouble in Valhalla because he was restless and just kept on beating up all the minor gods (laughs) and then Odin was just like I'll send you to anywhere anytime in the universe and he's and he's just and uh he's like I want to kill baby Thanos And it starts a chain of just wonderful comic book goodness. Oh god, I I actually, I think I actually read that like Thanos Rising story where it was his childhood. No, this is this is uh, no no no. This, I mean, like it's it's even he went even further before that. No, like when I say baby, I mean actual baby, like he'd, not child. Wow, baby. Wow. And I'm not going to say much more about it, but it's one of the best. And I also don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but the third issue has the Jugger Duck, which is Howard the Duck with the Gemma Sycorax. He is the <laughs> scion of... <laughs> and it also has Cable as basically the Star Lord, because it's a Cable's Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh, man. I... I really should try and track the, these down again. It's 
so good. It's only on the second issue, and I'm just like, I'm buying this when it's a trade. <laughs> I don't oh, even know how long it's going, either. Because yeah. it's not a limited series at this point. Huh. I think they're letting it run for a little bit. This might just be a long thing, like uh, Renew Your Vows was. Huh. They might just continue to do this for a while. I'm just <laughs> like, yes, please. <laughs> but... It is one of the most comic booky comic books ever, and you only get more enjoyment out of it if you know weird continuity about Marvel. <laughs> Which is, just... I, I I know on the on the episode of What's McCracken we talked about SpongeBob, but do you remember ever seeing that one episode where they go into like the full complete uh, origin story of uh, of Mermit? Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. I don't think I did. It's like a, t- it's oh, it's like a five minutes clip, and it's literally them just making fun of every single golden, like silver to golden age, uh, trope of of getting superpowers. Like how, like they got, they just sat down for things, but then they press the button that send them like. Uh, catapulting out other things as as a uh, as a radioactive comet came by and ca- caught them and sent them through the atmosphere of Gamer. like just this incredible crazy stuff that just kept on going and going and going and it was just like all this it was amazing. So um, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about uh, Pluto or Hades. Other so- things that are sent to the underworld, yes. Uh, not a lot of people always uh, always assumed about Hades. It's not that his his realm is hell. It's just the undead. He has a place for punishment. No, no he has a place for punishment, and also he has the fields of Elysium, which is basically like Valhalla. Yeah, because I mean, I think the the uh, that Stephen Sondheim, the frogs, had like a really catchy uh, show tune about Pluto, where he's just going on as like you know everyone thinks uh, Hades is terrible but it's you know you know once you're dead you're dead you know you don't have anything to worry about so you can just party all night long yeah unless you were just like just a real nasty boy yeah so like all <laughs> so unless you unless you were like like uh Sis- sisyphus or uh what was it tantalus is the other guy yeah is that the guy who his uh, who who can Head deep in water, but he can never drink the water. Yeah, and like a bow of grapes or of uh, tasty grapes are like right above his head too. So, but every time he reaches for either one of them, they they retract and he can't reach them. Yeah, that's real messed up, Greeks. Like you know, I know you're into some weird messed up stuff, but you know, you know, maybe cool it a little bit. <laughs> but speaking of people who needs to cool it, Pluto. Um, he is, uh, Thor's half-brother. Uh, no, no, not Thor's half-brother. Thor's... Well, like, Thor's, like, half-related to Zeus in a way, right? Because Gaia yeah, so gave birth be to half, Zeus. Half-brother, yeah, it'd be half-brother. No? Yes, yes, because Kronos slept with, uh, with the Gaia to make, to make him, so half-brother. Okay. Sorry, I'd just like to relate pe- the gods to how they're yeah. related <laughs> to Thor. He's a god. He works out of Hades. Um, his former alias is Hayden P. Hellman. <laughs> I love I love when gods do that, or like cosmic beings do that, because it it honestly feels like they they are doing that on purpose. 
it's like uh, Satan's going wrong. It's like, hello, I am Lucy F. Morningstar or something like like that. This so he first showed up in Thor, uh, one hundred twenty-seven, the Hammer and the Holocaust, and the meaning of Ragnarok. And it looks like he's dead. Well, I believe a lot of the Olympian gods got kind of re- like slaughtered. Yeah, Re- well, very and recently, also- even. Yeah, and I think the Olympian gods are like related to celestial somehow. Well, well, actually, no, they are because Gaia is a celestial. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where Marvel did the the slight. Uh, maybe, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Kind of way of saying that uh, the celestials came and created these godlike beings, and they are what invo- in, uh, invoked the legends, or the legends were st- were starting to crop up, and so they, uh, the people who had powers, kind of were kind of more moved towards I- imitating them in hopes of of, you know, gain recognition as those creatures until the fact, until, basically faking it until they thought they were, they were actually it. Yeah, so the uh, Hammer and the Holocaust story was by Kirby and Lee. Uh-huh. And Coletta. Um, and that is, well, actually both of them are by those, by, by the same people. But, uh, the Hammer and the Holocaust is following the defeat at the hands of Hercules, a half-strength Thor turns his back on Jane Foster and turns to Asgard, only to find the gods enslaved in Sidrig on the throne. Sidrig's on the throne? It probably didn't last long. (laughs) And the meaning of Ragnarok. Uh, The Asgardian gods return to Asgard where the prophet Volo relates the coming of Ragnarok. So he learns what what will happen when everything dies. Yeah, he'll probably learn that you know they die, but then they come back because they have multiple times. Pluto is the oldest out of the god trio of Freya, Odin, Hades, and was there another one? Oh, uh, no, no, uh, God Trilogy of, of Zeus, Poseidon, and, and Hades. Poseidon, Poseidon, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, Poseidon, yeah, he's the oldest. Who's <laughs> like, I am God of the Seas, and also horses. Yes, yeah, because he, he was, he really likes those horses. <laughs> he's the reason why we have Kelpies. It's just like, I like horses, but they need to be in the water. How am I going to do this? No, but Hades got kind of. Uh, but Hades is the oldest brother. Um, you know the whole thing, like Kronos, like ate, ate his kids, and but then Zeus was like spirited not away, treated, was spirited away, and then eventually, like you know, uh, came back and freed them all. Yeah, and like, then married his sister. Yep, because that's how you do it, and when you're a god or Greek. Um, yeah, uh, so if you'd also just, you know, like to see one of my favorite classical paintings, it's just uh, Saturn. Yes, being, uh, Saturn devouring his children. Yeah. Saturn devouring his children. It's a pretty good one. You should just look at it. It's, you know, just a just a big dude eating a child. It, <laughs> is, it is one of those, like, 
not known known fo- like classic paintings. You know what I mean? Like there are times when I've seen shows invoke it and like or have it or something like that to to be like oh you know like oh there's something going on here in this scene that you have to pay attention to or something you know like you know what i mean yeah oh yeah it's definitely one of those that does get brought up and i i enjoy it greek mythology for the most part except except instead of it being like a another female goddess it's gaia who is the mother of most of the pantheons in the marvel universe which is why Thor is everyone's uncle. So we're going to just kind of talk about him in the more modern day, in the 80s. The modern day of the 80s. Yeah, ooh. It's late 80s as well. So it's going into some just real dark stuff. <laughs> One of Hercules' sojourns on Earth. Um, Pluto appeared under the guise of Hayden P. Hellman, nicknamed Dr. Pluto. As a movie producer at California's Stardust Studios. Okay, that's kind of cool. Being a movie producer. Yeah, it's also just real great if you're a sleazy person. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, that's like the perfect cover. Exactly. You could just be evil and sleazy. It was just like, ah, it's just what them people do. (laughs) With this disguise, he made the Hercules sign a contract that had Hercules believing that he was going to appear in a film project. But actually, it was an Olympian contract binding Hercules to become Pluto's successor as a a ruler of Hades. And uh, once he signed the contract, he was unable to battle Pluto on his own behalf. But the Asgardian Thor uh, fought against uh, Pluto's forces to free Hercules. Shocked by the massive destruction wreaked by uh, Hades, wreaked in Hades by Thor, Pluto realized he loved his kingdom. He could not bear to forsake it. Oh! And then he released Hercules from his contract. Okay, see, there's there's some kind of like interesting things and theories that I've heard about how Hades was pretty much like a pretty chill and like dorky, like nerd kind of god, and he. And as, like, as the older brother, he just got the short end of the stick. Like, he didn't stand up for himself, and he kind of got stuck with the underworld. And he's like, well, alright. And and he just doesn't really, uh, he keeps to himself and doesn't really stand up or anything against, uh, Poseidon and Zeus. Like, I mean, baby brother freedom, and then he got all the attention. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, as much as he is as 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 much as he is like not the greatest, I think he's better than Zeus by a country oh, mile. Yeah, yeah. Like no, that's what I'm I'm saying is like he's very relatable. Like he's like he's just like an every guy kind of Joe God. And I do love like some of the things where like people have talked about even when he like married Perso- uh, Perse- Persephone or whatever. Like. <laughs> No matter, like, she was the one that was, like, would always back her up whenever she she wanted to bring wrath to the gods or anything like that. Like, even if he wasn't the one that was a wrathful type, if she got angry, he would still support her. He was also super faithful. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. one of the better god, Greek gods out of out of them. He never turned into a stork and, and made Helen of Troy. <laughs> uh. A ray of light that just goes in and be like, yo, what's up, babe? Let's make a baby. 
and then a baby was made. Yeah, he just he but he likes his he likes his kingdom, even though it's you know it's not the best kingdom, but it's his favorite. Um, but he st- he still wanted to add a bunch of conquest to his kingdom, so he traveled to an alternate future of Earth, which nuclear radiation has transformed many of the humans into inhuman-looking mutants. And he brought a army of mutants back to his own time to conquer Earth for him. Which is, yeah, that's cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> First off, he brought a bunch of mutated, probably in-paid people yeah. off of a hellish Earth into one that was better for them. Pluto and his mutates was opposed by Thor and Boulder and the United States Army. And Zeus ban- uh, Zeus intervened and banished Pluto and his mutates back to Haiti. I mean, back to Hades, yeah. Later, when Odin uh, had, he, Odin, died, but then, but that really meant that he was in his Odin sleep. His soul was, uh, Pluto tried to claim his soul, but then, like, Thor was just like, no, stop touching my dad's soul. You creep. <laughs> and he was also opposed by Hela, because Hela's just like, yo, wrong hell, dude, <laughs> he's supposed to come to mine, you dummy. And then they, they all kind of fought. And they also defeated... He, basically, basically, his whole thing is mostly just like... He tries to do... He tries to pull some BS, and then he gets beaten by Thor and Hercules. Yeah. I don't really see a lot. He is the reason... He is one of the reasons why the, the Champions of Los Angeles started. Um, he was cool. a he was a guest lecturer at UCLA, <laughs> and and he got a fight with Hercules, and just you know, and then there also happened to be Ghost Rider, Iceman, uh, Iceman, Black Widow, Angel, and Black Widow. Did I say Black Widow already? Black Widow. Yeah, it's, and all of them are just like, yo, let's be a team. And then they're just like, hey, I hate you guys. Let's not be a team anymore. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much Pluto. Like, think, like, he's not even, like, it'd almost be better if he was, like, the Disney version of Hades. Yeah. I would prefer that. He, defi- he definitely could have used that style uh, as, as the movie producer. I mean, it worked for him then, but it would definitely fit with it if he kept that up. Yeah. So, um, you want to hear about some of the stuff he can do? Okay, sure. He's a god. Okay. So he can do god stuff. That's his superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> what can a god do? Guess what? He can do it. Um, but he does have some interesting uh, uh, trinkets with him. Um, he has a helmet of, invi- of visibility made by the Cyclopses, not not the cl- the summer clones of Cyclops, but the but the big the big guys. Oh, that have one eye and probably not get tricked whenever you call whenever you call yourself nobody. Yeah, but that was uh, the Cyclops that was specifically a son of Poseidon. Well, 
Yeah, but so many things are the son of Poseidon. Well, yeah, as there are many <laughs> things that are the son of Zeus. See, I feel like I feel like uh, Poseidon doesn't get get as much uh, guff as because he's like because like cited as number one horny boy in Greek mythology, but like Poseidon's like fallen pretty close, like to the point that like his wife is always just like, "Yo, stop it, just stop!" Like he's like, like he, I feel I feel like Hades or Pluto just kind of got the short end of the stick. Yeah, yeah. He was first to be eaten. Yeah, last last to come out. Yeah, but he did. He has like a helmet that makes him invisible. Okay. Um, even to other gods, which Ooh. is why it's important because like he can be invisible to humans all he wants, but like he can be invisible to gods as well. Um, he also has a big battle axe which he can fire like bolts out of. But he's also capable of shooting bolts without the axe. He just likes shooting it through the axe because you know <laughs> why not. <laughs> And all of them were created by by the you know cyclopses. Yeah, so he just has an axe and uh, and a helmet. That's his deal. Yeah, have have any, Do you have any like favorite Hades stories? Uh well, I, we, I kind of got into it uh, talking about like the things I've heard, but not about the uh, Hades of, of Marvel that much. He doesn't show up in a lot. Um. He is... He had a Hades Corp or something? Like, well, let's look. I'm going to pull up a couple things real quick. Um, so, he... He's in... Definitely in a number of things. Mm -hmm. But... He kind of shows up, you know, in Thor stuff a decent amount. And, of course, Hercules stuff. For some, he showed up in the uh, multiple man version of uh, X Factor. Oh, okay. When they were doing the, he was doing the detective noir kind of thing. Yeah, when yeah, when it was the noir. I like that series. That was a that was a really nicely written one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. A lot of reprints uh, though. Here, I'm trying to look if there's anything that that kind of stands out. He was in the Defenders for a little bit, but that makes sense. Oh, he was in a uh, Hellcat a couple of times. Huh. Don't really don't like the art on that cover. <laughs> oh, so apparently at one time he was in he was in uh half the issues of a Wolverine and Hercules team up limited series. Huh. Called Myth, Monsters and Mutants. Well, that's kind of a catchy title. He was in one issue of Captain America? Yeah, so he kind of just shows up occasionally. Like, he's not even the most interesting out of all the under, like, the leader of the deads there is. I feel like Mephisto is probably the most interesting. So, what do you have to plug? Okay, so I do a podcast call, called What's McCracken? Uh, where it is, it's a cartoon rewatch, review, and discussion podcast where we mostly focus on the cartoons, but created and made by Craig McCracken, who's, you know, most noted for uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, and he's also created the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, we're working on his most recent work, which was on Disney, called Wander Over Yonder. That's a little lesser known. And so far, we're actually like a quarter away through it. You can find us on Twitter at Krakencast, that's C-R-A-C-K-E-N cast. 
Or you could also email us at what's the Kraken podcast at gmail.com. We take any like questions or comments for our show. So, uh, my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters where I talk about cryptids. Um, I have no idea what's going to be out by the time this comes out because I'm building a backlog. So, that's something. Uh, that you'll find out. So you should definitely listen to it though, because I do, I do like a little bit of flash fiction beforehand, and then we kind of do like a pitch for what we would make to make this, the particular creatures popular in, t- in today's pop culture. If you'd like to see the pictures of the people we're talking about, you can go to uh, at Alphabet Flight on Twitter. Or you can go to the HodgePod group on Facebook. Both of those will be linked in the description. And there, and also, if you don't mind throwing a couple bucks my way, is, uh, there's also a Patreon where uh, if I get the basically the hosting costs covered, which is going to be twenty four dollars, I'll do an extra episode uh, a week where I talk about an animal from Marvel. Yeah, so this has been Alphabet Flight, and may uh, Madcap show you how truly meanest life is. Bye!